don't know about you, but I can sense the presence of the Lord right here, right in every home. And we thank God for His faithfulness. I want to just share just a couple of moments with you. I've been trying to preach this for the last two weeks. But if you do have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to the book of Job. Job chapter 1, verse 1. The sermon outline is available for you. We've made it so incredibly easy. Just all the scriptures, all the sermon outline notes available to you. And you can follow with us and where there's a missing word, you can fill that in. And those notes are for you. We want you to go back and rehearse the scriptures. Go over them. Memorize them. Because I believe that this is a word for you for right now. And in Job chapter 1 verse 1, it says in the New King James, there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless. He was upright and one who feared God and shunned evil. The Message Bible says Job was a man who lived in Uz. He was an honest he was honest inside and out, a man of his word who was totally devoted to God and hated evil with a passion. When I read the scripture, I'm just reminded about how God confirms his word. Because twice when God is having a conversation with Satan, there in Job 1.8, he says exactly the same things that we've read in Job 1.1. In Job 1.8, he's having a conversation, and he says to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless, upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? And he repeats that in Job 2 and 3. And I want to say to you that God is always true to his word. For those of you that need to hear this this morning, I know it's simple. But that's how the kingdom operates. The kingdom is simple. It's for just simple childlike faith. And here, God is always true to His Word. That's a slide that needs to come up right now. And then also, not only that, but God will always back up His Word. All right? Those two are very important. Now, I want to talk about these four attributes of Job over the next coming weeks. My message is entitled, Unstoppable Faith. Why? Because we are declaring 2021 to be an unstoppable 2021. In other words, we are believing the unstoppableness of God into every area of your life. Amen. And, uh, and so I want to just uh, tell you something this morning about faith, that the greatest power that's available to mankind, available to you, is the power of of faith, the greatest power. If you read Hebrews chapter 11, the great uh, faith chapter, you will discover the amazing things that just simple, ordinary people in the Bible were able to accomplish simply because they received the word of faith and they acted on that word. And I want to say again that faith is the greatest power available to any man or any woman. As a matter of fact, it's greater than solar power, the power, the, the heat that comes from the sun. 
It's also greater than hydropower, all the water that you can muster up and, and generate electricity. It is greater than electrical power as well. Faith power is greater, and it's also greater than nuclear power. And there is no telling what can be accomplished when the faith of God is unleashed in the life of any person. There's no telling. There's no telling what can happen when the faith of God is unleashed in the heart of an individual. And that's why it brings me to my next slide, which says that really faith is not a respecter of persons. Can I say that one more time? Because sometimes we think that faith selects only a few. That if you've been to Bible school for 25 and a half years, or you've been saved for 3,000 years, I'm just kidding. But faith is not a respecter of persons. In other words, faith will work anytime, anywhere, any place. And it could care less if the person through whom the faith of God is flowing is tall, like me, or short like you, whether you're black or white, whether you are male or female, whether you are educated, uneducated, or rich or poor. Hallelujah. Faith will commence. Faith will begin its unstoppable work in any person, any person. Any person includes all of you that are watching today. Any person includes you in that house, you in that work environment, you in that situation. Any person, any person in South Africa, any person in Africa, any person in this whole wide world, that it'll begin its unstoppable work in any person who has immersed himself or herself in the Word of God and allowed that Word to become flesh and blood or a revelation to their spirit. Hallelujah. I pray to God that you would receive that today. I pray to God that that would be like an imprint in your heart today. Because truly, if there's anything that we need today, it is the spirit of faith and how to operate in the spirit of faith. Now, we're going to look at a, a guy by the name of Job. We're in the book of Job. And uh, when I look at this man, Job, I mean, he was in the midst of his greatest trial, greatest trial. He had lost everything, lost all his wealth, his health, his reputation, his family, his children, everything. Even his own wife abandoned him. And when his friends came supposedly to comfort him and help him, what did they do? They ended up condemning him, blaming him, and accusing him. And I want us to have a look because the story builds. And when you get to chapter 19, Job is actually recounting the bleakness where he's at. And, and, and let's have a look. Job 19 verse 13. It says there, He has removed my brother's frau from me, and my acquaintances are completely estranged from me. In other words, everybody deserted him. My relatives have failed. Any of your relatives failed you? Spoken about you? And any, and my close friends have forgotten me. Any close friends forgotten about you? And he says, those who dwell in my house and my maidservants count me as a stranger. I am an alien in their sight. I call my servant, but he gives no answer. 
I beg him with my mouth. Look at verse 17. My breath, even my breath is offensive to my own wife. And I am repulsive to the children of my own body. Even young children despise me. I arise and they speak against me. All my close friends abhor me, and those whom I love have turned against me. My bone clings to my skin and to my flesh, and I have escaped by the skin of my teeth. Have pity on me. Have pity on me, oh, you, my friends. For the hand of God has struck me. Why do you persecute me as God does and are not satisfied with my flesh? Family, that's, that's like a real pretty bleak picture if you ask me. I don't know if it could get any worse than that. And I know that we're in the middle of a pandemic, and I know that there's been some terrible things here, but I think that we can relate here with Job. I think that, you know, Job and, and a lot of us could be on the same place. And I'm not too sure if I would, if after going through this, reading this chapter 19, I don't know if I would have the strength to get up and face another day, another week, another month, another year. But then look at verse 25 in the same chapter. Look at it. He says, for I know I know that I know that I know that I know. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth, and after my skin is destroyed. This I know, that in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes will behold, and not another how my heart yearns within me. How is that possible, Job? We just read of how even your own breath was offensive to your wife, of how even your children despised you, young children despised you. Even your maidservants didn't even obey your commands. How is that possible? Your life has literally come to an end, and you can say, I know, I know that I know. There's a lot of, lot of things that I don't know in this earth. But he says, there's one thing I know, I know. And this family is the substance of faith. It's the kind of stuff that faith is made of. Hebrews 11:1 1 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence things of things not seen. You see, you can't show anybody that substance because why? You carry it. And you have it in your spirit. And it's that part of you that is eternal. And it's that part of you that is connected to God. And Job says, I know, I know, I know. Why? Because faith is the substance of that certainty of knowing something that nobody else knows. That's my next slide. Faith is the certainty. It's the substance of that certainty where you know something that nobody else knows. And you can say, I know that I know. I, I might not know about ivermectin right now with regards to COVID. I don't know about this, about COVID. I don't know about that, about the economy. I might not, but there's one thing that I know, that I know, that I know, that I carry on the inside of my spirit, and that is the substance of my faith. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. And it's knowing something that not even your natural eyes and your natural ears have seen or heard. But you know it. Why? Because you've seen it and you've heard it with your spiritual eyes and your spiritual ears and you carry it within your spiritual womb. Hallelujah. And that brings me to my next slide. Faith is the substance that connects you to the spirit realm, which actually is the real realm. It's the more real realm. It's the realm from which everything we see in this world was created. That's what Hebrews 11:3 says, New King James. It says, by faith we understand the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Passion says, faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. He spoke in the invisible realm, gave birth to all that is seen. He spoke and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. He spoke and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. Actually, the physical or natural realm is just a reflection of the spirit realm. Everything you see in the physical realm is actually just a reflection of the spirit realm. Because we know way back in the beginning, God spoke into the spirit realm. And what was in the spirit realm was reflected and made manifest in the physical, natural realm. And that is the power of faith. That's the reason why faith is the greatest power available to man. Solar power cannot connect you to the spirit realm. Hydro power cannot connect you to the spirit realm. Electrical power cannot connect you to the spiritual realm. Atomic power, even though it can go to subatomic particles and break them even smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, and yet that is not enough. It doesn't have enough power to connect you to the spirit realm. That's what makes the faith of God the greatest source of power. And for that reason, the faith of God is an unstoppable force. The faith of God is an unstoppable force. And I want to declare to you, God is unstoppable. Come on. God is unstoppable. And we are declaring that in 2021, the unstoppableness of God is going to flow into every area of your life, into every area of your business, into every area of your marriage, into every area of your finances, into every area of your ministries. I feel that there are some pastors that are, are watching, and I want to tell you, pastors, do not give up. Do not give up in the name of Jesus. There is no greater calling than the calling into the ministry. No matter what happens and what has happened, no matter, and there's a lot of politics that comes with ministry as well. But if Jesus has called you and you got your eyes on Him, uh, come on, there's no greater calling. You will never get to a place of satisfaction until you walk in that calling and fulfill that calling. And I will encourage you, do not give up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
I want to pray with you. I know that our time is up and I had a whole lot more, but we'll continue. Father, I just want to thank you right now for your word. Right now, declaring the greatest power available to mankind is the power of God's faith working in the hearts and lives of men and women. And we said, we declared, it's not a respecter of person. And so I thank you, Father, for the whosoever, whosoever would dare step up to the plate and say, God, I need your faith. God, I'm going to consume your word. God, I'm going to immerse myself in your word until your word becomes flesh and blood on the inside of me. That like Job, no matter what he was facing, when everybody turned against him, he could say, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know that I know I have that certainty on the inside of me. Today we dispel every spirit of doubt and uncertainty. You are not the God of confusion. You are not the God of uncertainty. And right now, God, we silence every voice out there, every voice. There's too much noise, God, too much noise. We silence the opinions of people. We silence the opinions of governments and politicians, even though we pray for them and we acknowledge their leadership. We silence the voice of economists and every other voice out there, the world's voice. We even silence the voices that would come to accuse us like they came to blame and accuse Job in the mighty name of Jesus. And we declare we are not who they say we are, but we are everything that you say we are in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that through this word and through this time, people's hearts would be reignited with a fresh faith, God. A fresh faith that we're not going to give up right now. No, 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 no. In the name of Jesus, I speak to those feeble knees right now. I speak to those weary arms right now. I speak to those heavily laden hearts right now. Lord, even those that have worries and sorries, we're not supposed to be carrying the worries and the sorries. But in the name of Jesus, God, right now, that there would be a, a, a new life flowing, a faith that fills every desperate situation that you come upon the scene of every circumstance right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, right now, right now, that heaviness goes. Right now, that depression goes. Right now, that gloominess goes. Right now, that darkness goes in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you for the certainty of God. I thank you for the unstoppable faith of God that continues to work signs, wonders, and miracles in the hearts and lives of men and women that are watching, whether it be a miracle for their bodies those who are sick in hospital right now in the name of Jesus that this word carries and visits every sick person in a hospital in a hospitals those who are on ventilators God that right now there is a supernatural strength that they will take them off the ventilator and their own lungs beginning to breathe in the breath of God the life of God the strength of God I declare every vital organ healed in the mighty name of Jesus that every form of COVID, every symptom, every manifestation of that infirmity goes from their bodies in the mighty name of Jesus. And those people, God, who have been overweighed with worry and sorry, a sorriness 
Lord, Job was sitting on his ash sheep, the ash sheep of feeling sorry for myself. Right now, God, you haven't given us that spirit of feeling sorry for ourselves. No, you've given us a spirit of dignity, of worth, of value, of love, because you loved us so much. And I thank you right now, Lord, that people would begin to feel their the worth of who they are because of what you have placed on them and in them. Right now, right now, every form of inferiority complex right now is broken. I hear people saying, well, I, I live on this part of town. My, my father and his father, we, 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 we weren't known when we were poor and broke, but I break that spirit. I break that identification right now. I break right now that, that image of who you have of yourself in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you that you would download in the hearts of people right now, in their minds a fresh identity who we are in Christ, what we have in Christ, what we can say in Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the authority of God rise upon people right now. Let them take their places of authority, their places of ruling and reigning with you on this earth, their places, God, of flowing in that anointing. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Now listen, come on. The only person that can give you a brand new identity is Christ. 2,000 years ago, he died for you, shed his blood for you so that he could take that broken identity, that messed up, that dysfunctional identity and give, give you a brand new identity. No, you're, you're still South African. You'll still be whatever culture you are, but you take on a new identity in Christ and you have a kingdom culture that flows through your veins, through your heart, allows you to dream the dreams of God and the visions of God. That's the identity of Christ. That's what he died to do for you. Those who are broken, messed up by the sins of this world, messed up by what people have to say about you, you can take on this new identity, whoever you are. And you know, through this COVID, I know that many have hidden and given up on God. Whatever the situation, I want to say to you, friend, it's never too late to come back to Jesus. Never too late. They say, but I don't know if he'll accept me. I, I, I just, I, I, I pushed it too far. I crossed a line. Doesn't matter what line you crossed. The cross covers every line that you crossed. It covers every road of sin that you have walked on. Whatever pit you're finding yourself, the blood covers that pit. Hallelujah. You can come this morning. You can come this morning to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior to start afresh. And when that happens, He puts a brand new person on the inside of you. You're a brand new you. You're a brand new you. A brand new you. That's what will happen that you think differently, you act differently, you speak differently. That's what he, he did for you on the cross. So right where you are, would you pray this prayer? Come on, say after me, Heavenly Father, I come to you today in Jesus' name. Just as I am, 
I give you my messed up, broken up, dysfunctional me. And in return, I receive the brand new me. Because of what you did on the cross, I receive eternal life and the forgiveness of all of my sins. Right now, your blood washes me of every sin, every transgression. With my heart, I believe. With my mouth, I confess. You're the Christ. You're the Savior. I give you my heart, my life, my everything. I belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. I do believe that there are many of you that prayed that prayer. If it's the first time, wonderful. If it's not the first time, wonderful. Equally, we are excited to hear about the good news of you receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It thrills our hearts. So let us know if you prayed that prayer. If you prayed that prayer. Say, just in the comment section, say, I prayed that prayer or whatever. Just let us know so that we can pray for you, join our faith together with you, all right? And hey, I don't know about you, but me and the team, Jazz, everybody, we really enjoyed spending time with you today. I really wish that we could be together. Uh, those days are not too far away. Let me tell you, it's not too far away, not too far away. Not to mention the fact of when we'll get into our brand new building, amen? But I've really enjoyed this time together and I do believe that the Lord has ministered to you today. We want to say that we are here available. Continue to pray for you, whatever it is that you have need of. Our pastors and staff are on standby to help you, to serve you. Amen. And so until next time, we love you so much. Missing you, but uh, can't wait to be with you once again. Until next time, bye-bye. Hard times in conversations. No one should ever love me like you do. Sometimes my bad decisions define my false suspicions. No one should ever love me like you do. Saying no one.